Welcome to the Melanie Minot Show. Coming up, we've got to talk about The Bachelor. The moment we've been waiting all season four just happened. The Britney Spears biopic on Lifetime aired last weekend. You know I got to share my thoughts on that. Kylie Jenner is unveiling a new makeup product. A big change is coming to Instagram, and it might have already invaded your feed. Apple is getting into the Bitmoji game, so I'll break that down for you. That's all on the way. And my bro host. Hello. That's your new name, by the way. Oh, okay. My bro host, Michael, has no idea, but I have a big question to ask him. No, boy. (laughs) (laughs) And he has Mm. absolutely no idea. This all just came about today, too. Mm. It should go well. It was news to me this Mm. afternoon. It's exciting. It's good. Oh, okay. Great. But I just have to ask your question about it. Mm, okay. All right. That is on the way. It is episode 49, just one away from 50. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the Melanie No Show podcast. If you guys just can't get enough, make sure to subscribe on iTunes. And if you haven't done so already, leave a rating. You can follow me on social media at Melanie Minot on Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, tweet Melanie M and Mike. At Michael Glazner, G-L-A-Z-E-N-E-R. There you go. This was week eight of The Bachelor hometown visits. Hometown visits, by the way, are by far my favorite of the whole season besides the final rose ceremony and the proposal. Mm -hmm. Or will there be a proposal? I don't know. But hometown visits are the absolute best. Mm -hmm. I missed the first two. You missed the first two. Wait, how many many were there? Four. Okay, I missed the first three. So you saw one hometown visit? Yeah, but it was like a double because she had to go to two houses. Oh, Vanessa. I don't know, the last one. Yeah, it was Vanessa. They were in Canada and she has parents that are divorced. So they went to the mom's house first and then they went to the dad's house. Mm -hmm. But that was one date. That counts as one hometown visit. It seemed like an eternity. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. That one did seem really long, but I think it was one of the best episodes thus far in the season. It's been a pretty boring season but this episode was pretty entertaining the fact that he went and and visited uh, Corinne down in Miami and we all got to meet her nanny Raquel that was the highlight of the season yeah, see, so I far that one. oh my gosh are you kidding How Is that did... the, who's the new bachelor bachelorette uh that's Rachel so this isn't the girl that was in Miami no oh. Corinne is the oh that's the cray cray one cray cray okay Everybody hates What well, makes sense she lives in Miami? <laughs> That's where all the crazies live. No, that is not true. Yeah. Uh, but people love to hate her, hate to love her. Either way, I'm happy that she's on this season because she keeps it entertaining. But, you know, there, there was a GoFundMe at one point for her na- adult nanny, Raquel. <laughs> to pay for it? Be- no, for Raquel to get away from her. Someone started a GoFundMe and said, get Raquel, the nanny, oh, away from like Corinne. Oh, get her a new job, got Yes, it. Okay. and Corinne was very upset about it. <laughs> she was... <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't imagine. She was not too happy. First up, Nick visited uh, Rachel, and we all know the thing that was kind of a waste is because Rachel is out of the running. 
but Nick still went to her hometown because Rachel is now the next Bachelorette. They mm-hmm. already spoiled that for us. But uh, it was a big moment because he took her to, or she took him rather, to her hometown. And then she took him to church. And then he met the family. Take me to church. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what was happening. But they made it into this whole thing about the fact that he was white and, you know, have you ever dated a black yeah, girl yeah, before yeah, yeah. and all of this stuff. It was interesting, too, because Rachel's brother-in-law is white. So all these people mm. on Twitter were cracking up, like making memes about, oh, Nick's, so, Nick's face when he realized there was another white guy there. <laughs> and it was yeah. just it was hysterical. But he said, uh, yeah, I mean, I know they were asking him. It was so odd. They were asking about the food on the table. Like, Nick, do you know what this is? Oh, boy. And he's just like, yeah, I eat food. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know what all of this is. I guess they were expecting it to be a lot more awkward since he was kind of the odd man out being the only white guy. Mm-hmm. But he ended up not being the only white guy. There you go. Perfect. And uh, and it was it was awesome. He says that it doesn't matter to him at all. And while he's gone on dates with black girls in the past, he hasn't had a relationship with one. It mm-hmm. hasn't made it past the first date. But he said all the right stuff. And if we didn't already know that Rachel is out of the running, we would think that she'd actually last you know, hmm. so maybe the final two. Well, that would be stupid if she does. <laughs> I know. It would be really stupid. So I hope that that's then not Then you know the who wins. She has to get booted off this next episode. Ugh. Oh, and actually, you know what? It started with Raven's hometown visit. Correction. They started with Raven's hometown in Hoxie, Arkansas. And then they went to Dallas to visit Rachel. I got my R's confused. Hmm. And Raven's the girl with the raven black hair. Mm, no, I don't know. I missed that one. <laughs> You only saw, saw the, the last, last one. one. Okay, well, it was a freaking hour and a half for the last one. It was. It was. It does seem sometimes like they just drag on. Uh, the best news happened though because Raven's parents told her that her father's recent scan came back and he is now clear of cancer, cancer-free. Yeah, she started good. crying. Yeah, it was a moment for the show. You know, everyone goes, "Oh my gosh, uh, mm-hmm. that on the TV show, The Bachelor." That's just. Normally, Corinne shopping and (laughs) just drunk girls everywhere. And then it was a major moment about Raven's uh, dad no no longer having cancer. So great news for Raven and her family. And then also, I had said he went down, of course, to Miami. It was really awkward when he went down to Miami to see Corinne. Because Raquel, the nanny, we all got to meet her. And America loved her. Everybody was tweeting about Raquel. She was trending for a hot second there on Twitter. But then you just felt bad for her because they did a one-on-one interview like Nick did with all the other parents in the hometown visits. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, they scanned the room and the family's all talking about how cute Corinne and Nick are as a couple. And then they show Raquel cleaning up the dishes, <laughs> clearing the table after the family just ate. Well, at least they appreciate her input. I guess I guess so. Lots of people were tweeting that Raquel should be the next Bachelorette. How old is Raquel? That's a good question. She's much older. Oh, okay. Well, She's, yeah, our parents' age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So probably in her 60s. It'll be like an eHarmony 60s. version <laughs> exactly. of The Bachelor. The elderly Bachelor starring Raquel. Yeah. I'd love to see them incorporate her <laughs> Mom is not going to like that you just called her elderly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. I don't even think about the fact that our parents are 60 now. Yeah. I don't think that's elderly. It's not elderly. You're right. I feel so bad for saying that. Whoops. 
I Sorry, just Mom, meant, you're not elderly. I just meant it was an older version of The Bachelor, you know, for our parents. Yes. Not <laughs> elderly. Yes. Elderly's grandparents. Mm-hmm. Okay. There. Just to clear that up. Nick asked Corinne's dad, Corinne's dad, for permission to marry his daughter if that's what they decide to do at the end. Mm-hmm. Which we found out he did to everyone. Yes. Oh, my end. gosh. Look, Michael knows. Mm-hmm. Michael knows this. I love it. He, the Bachelor is growing on him <laughs> yeah. slowly but surely now that we're down to the final four. Yeah, now I can get into it. Yep. And by the way, we are at four. No one was voted off. So no one gets voted I mean, off. No, no one gets voted off on the Oh, yeah, because it said to be continued. Yeah, exactly. What a ripoff. So over the freaking to be continued crap. Is that every time? No, it's not every time, but they're doing it more often. Hmm. And I do not like it they're at all. They're stalling. They are. Mm. It makes me wonder what's happening in next week's episode. Exactly. Because the teaser showed Andy, you know, Nick, he used to be in love with her, but Andy broke broke his heart, you know. Yeah, I saw the preview for the end. And then she ended up with Josh, who was such a douchebag. That was a bad, bad choice. She probably would have been better off with Nick. Anyway, we don't know why Andy is there knocking on the door or what she's going to say, but I do know that we are gearing up for the Fantasy Suites, also the best episodes. Don't know what that is. The Fantasy Suites. <laughs> no, what's that? Are where he gets, uh, they get the option to go into a fantasy suite and like sleep together. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. awkward for everyone involved. <laughs> they say <laughs> they get this this little card with the hotel He just hotel gives it to everyone, key. right? Like, no, he doesn't. Is it reserved for one person? No. So he can just give them to all the girls that give, are left. Yes, but they don't know that all the other girls have gone. But everyone gives it to every girl that's left, right? Usually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually the guys want to take all of the girls to yeah. the fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. And usually when the other girls find, find out that he decided to take several girls to this not fantasy suite. Yeah, they're not too happy about it. Just like Vanessa, by the way, Vanessa was the last date. My brother did catch that one. Nick went to Montreal to meet her family. Mm-hmm. And then he also went to the school that she teaches at. She's a special needs teacher. And she and he got to meet all the students. And they made a scrapbook of the time on The Bachelor together. It was really cute. And I absolutely love Vanessa. But she was not happy, which I totally agree with, when she found out that Nick had asked all of the other girls if their parents approved you know or gave them their blessing to get married at the end too how is this it was this dad so the dad is the one that was like well wait a minute you're asking me for permission but didn't did you not ask everyone else yeah the dad called him out her family was in my opinion the best because they actually questioned stuff the sister asked Vanessa and said okay, so you love him so much? And she goes, yeah, if he proposes, I'll say yes. And Mm -hmm. she goes, well, what are his plans after that? Is he going to move here or is he going to live in LA? What's the deal? And she goes, oh, I don't know. Yeah, they haven't talked about it yet. Oh, okay. Hmm? So you you just are so in love and ready to get engaged, but you don't even know what his plans are. He's probably going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Duh, I can tell you that now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm just just saying that's what I was shouting at the TV earlier this week. I was like, hello, he's obviously going to do Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, she's going to have to move from Quebec. (laughs) I know. And she doesn't want to give up her career there. So that puts a damper in it because Vanessa was my pick. But I don't see Nick moving to She's going to pick or he's going to pick the last girl, the Canada girl. That's my guess. You think he is going to pick Vanessa? Mm -hmm. Yep. But then what? She's going to move to the U.S.? Yeah, why not? 
And I got a lot of questions about her family. What is happening? What do you mean? Everyone had a crazy accent except for her. And it wasn't a Canadian accent. It was weird. Like... It was kind She's, of an Italian mixed with French accent. Yes. She said they were, they were all Italian. Yes. And they were living in Quebec, Canada. Where they which speak is, French. Yes. Yes. It was, they, they had such weird. And then her brother looked like. <laughs> her brother reminded me of what? Seth Green or something. Yes. <laughs> from Austin yeah. Powers. Yeah. Or the, the guy from the little guy from the rings. What is his name? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he wasn't that bad, but. <laughs> he wasn't that bad, but I. <laughs> he was a whole different breed of that family. <laughs> So I don't know where he came from in the whole equation, but that is so awful, but so accurate. he looks nothing like them. His, no, his skin was like see-through pale. They're all very dark, like Italian tan skin. He had like red hair, I guess. I don't know what color was that was. Kind of a blondish red. Yeah, he looked nothing, nothing like them. I could see it in the face, though. because It's funny you say, you say that because that's what I was focused on when they were talking. I couldn't focus on anything else except... Find the features where maybe they're related. No, they're not related. <laughs> you could see it a little in his face. Uh, I don't know. He was also about foot and a half shorter than she was. He and was he was also like 10 years older than she was. Maybe. I don't know. It's oh, hard to tell. I don't think so. I think he was younger. Well, People if, could say that about us though because our uh, sister Jessica, our half sister, I mean, she's full sister to me, but you know, we have different dads. That's what happened in that family. Something, something is different. And he had a really crazy accent. He sounded like he was from like Switzerland or something or <laughs> he Swedish. Did. He had a crazy accent. Leave it to Michael, the uh, Australian on the show oh, over I, here. <laughs> I can pick up an accent. <laughs> to, yep, exactly. To pick up an accent. I do want to tell you guys a little inside scoop, by the way, about the fantasy suite dates. Usually we see them in a two-hour episode. Next Monday, we would see those. Well, now, ABC, they are dragging it out. Instead, this coming Monday, February 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's going to be a one-hour episode, and we're going to see a couple of the fantasy suite dates, and then the next episode will be the rest. Are they doing like two episodes in a week? No. Oh. It's going to be so over a two week deal. Yeah, I think a two week deal. Sometimes like on uh, uh, American Idol when that was still going on, they would split the really long episodes. They would do like the whatever contest and then the reveal episode would be like two days later. So I thought maybe. I know. And they, they tried that too with The Bachelor, but they're spreading it out. So fantasy yeah. suites, although we do love watching them, I would like to watch them all at the same damn time. Not too happy about at that. The same damn. I'm, a, I'm annoyed with The Bachelor doing the To Be Continued and then splitting up the fantasy suites. That is obnoxious. Yeah, that was a ripoff. I thought I was going to get to see what happened at the end. Nope. nope. Didn't. Cliffhanger. You'll mm -hmm. have to watch the first two minutes of the next episode. Yeah. So figure it out. <laughs> yep. If someone told you that eating two slices of pizza is the equivalent to eating three spoons of warm oil, would you still eat pizza? What? Warm oil? Mm-hmm. Just As in of, like healthy essential like, oils? No, 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 no. Think olive oil. I mean, olive oil is good for you. And you're it? eating Maybe three not. spoons of warm oil. Yeah. If you hold your pizza up and you fold it in half, it drips about three spoons <laughs> of oil onto <laughs> your plate. So Basically. <laughs> me, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, Twitter unanimously voted yes. This all happened because Nija Jimblog, she is a fitness and health blogger. Mm -hmm. She took to her Twitter to say, 
to all of her thousands of followers that eating two slices of pizza is equivalent to drinking three spoons of warm oil. And then she asked people if they still wanted to eat pizza after that. And it became... I'm getting it's, hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> Hell yeah, I want some pizza. Now I'm thinking of those pizza rolls that we still have from the freaking Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Impromptu Super Bowl party that Brian and I had. But yeah, everyone made it into almost a meme saying, yes, duh. Chrissy Teigen, the celebrity, even got in on the Mm -hmm. action and wrote back and said, "Uh, yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) People started, or Chrissy Teigen's response was, yep, exclamation point, as in she would still eat pizza. And then people even turned it into a a poll. Mm -hmm. And they said, does this girl's tweet make you not want to eat pizza? Yes or no? It was like 100% (laughs) yes. (laughs) It was awesome. I freaking love Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, by the way. Tweet to Melanie M and my brother as well. At Michael Glazner. There you go. Apple's new patent, a new patent that they have filed and now they have been granted, is eerily similar to the Bitmoji. Uh-oh. Watch out. I think Bitmoji, not I think. I mean, it's got to happen. On Monday, Apple was granted a patent for an avatar editing environment is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And it is basically the exact same thing as Bitmoji. So I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. The Bitmoji, which is a third party app currently, yep. you have to download the mm-hmm. Bitmoji app and then give it permission to access your keyboard. And then it infiltrates into yeah. the other emojis. Well, now Apple's saying, eh, we want to get in on that action. No one's going to need a third-party app. And that's what they're working on. They filed this patent. This is the crazy part. They filed for this back in 2011. Because people go, okay, well, they're just ripping off a Bitmoji. Yeah. You know, and Apple and Facebook are taking a lot of of ideas from Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is doing that as well. But it's like, no, not really, because Apple filed this patent back in 2011. I wonder when Bitmoji's first came out. Apple's probably been trying to buy out Bitmoji for a long time. And Bitmoji's like, no. And then they're like, fine, we'll just make it ourselves. Probably. Idiot. Probably. Because mm. Bitmoji started as Snapchat's owned Bitstrips. The Bitstrips are the, the Bitmojis mm. that look less cartoonish and more, more realistic. You mean more cartoonish? No, they look like... The one I made is like more realistic than... Uh, or is that something else? No. Because you have two options. One is like a... It looks like a cartoon drawing. And the other yes. one... Looks, well, I guess they're both cartoon drawings, but one looks more like a person and one is like ex- super exaggerated features. Yeah. So the super exaggerated feature is a bitmoji and then the other one's called a bit strip. Oh, okay. So I have the, I use the bit strip. Yeah. Which is why portion. it looks ridiculously <laughs> a lot, or it looks so much like you. Huh. Anyway, yeah. So they've been granted the patent and it looks like they're going to be making their own bitmoji version. Uh, and it's going to be in your keyboard and soon. I'm sure within the next couple of years, it'll be standard on the iPhones. Well, hopefully sooner than that, because hitting that stupid emoji button, then you have to hit it twice. And then if you want to go back <laughs> to your letters, annoying. you got to hit it another time. It, yeah, it's pretty obnoxious. It is so. really annoying. And I think that that's why Apple agreed and said, listen, we really got to push through this patent. Let's get it moving. Yeah. Monopoly is saying goodbye to the iconic thimble. You know, the thimble game piece. Yeah, that's what everybody wants to be, don't they or no? I did. Yeah. I feel like we used to argue over who got the thimble. Everyone what... wanted the thimble because then the whole game, you could just keep putting it on your little pinky. Well, if you kept picking it up off the square, I'd be like, 
better put that back down in the right okay, spot. Well, that's why they called me butterfly for a reason. <laughs> the old station I used to work at, I get easily distracted. Yeah. So yes, if you give me a thimble, it's probably going to come off the board mm-hmm. several times to be on my finger as a little kid. But uh, Hasbro launched this voting back in January of, I believe, last year, saying that you can vote what co- uh, what tokens. They're called to- tokens, yeah. the little playing pieces. Which tokens they should have. And then they gave 56 options and then they're going to narrow it down to eight. It's called the Monopoly Token Madness Campaign. And they're saying that you can vote to replace one or all of the current tokens. They won't be announced until March 19th, but we do know that the thimble is completely out. I don't even know what they are. Thimble, there's a car. Yes. What else? So... Well, back in the day, 1935 is when the game released and the thimble, oh, there's a top hat. The thimble was a standard game piece mm-hmm. and it had 10 pieces. There was the iron, the purse, the lantern, the race car, the shoe, the top hat, the battleship, the cannon, and a rocking horse. I don't remember. All I remember is the hat, the car, and the thimble. Exactly, because those are the pieces everyone fought over. No oh. one wanted the other ones. Hmm. And I think Hasbro gets that and they're saying, listen... We want everybody to want all the pieces, which is why we're doing this Monopoly token madness campaign. I guess it it launched this January, so I want to correct that. It was this January, but we're not going to find out what the finalized tokens are until March. However, we do know the thimble is out. So I guess not that many people wanted it after all. Yeah, they're saying it's that the iron is going to be replaced, or it was already replaced by a cat piece back in 2013. By a cat? By a cat. Well, we better get a dog on the board. Oh. Is there a dog? I'm going to go on. Maybe freaking... they look too similar, probably. What? But if they put it up to America to vote, the dog's going to get it in, not the cat. Exactly. See you later. Sorry, cat. <laughs> we might vote the cat out. I know it just got voted in in 2013. No, it's gone. But the cat might have to go bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Instagram just made a major change. You might have already seen this in your feed. They are starting to spread it out to everyone's apps because it was in beta version. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they... Once you do the update, it'll start popping up in your news feed. Is it where there's no more actual pictures and it's just all advertisements? Because I already have that feature <laughs> on mine. <laughs> no, unfortunately, that no. is not the new feature. Okay. The new feature, and I want to see your thoughts on this, is now allowing users to attach up to 10 photos and videos in a single post. Now, just think about that for a second, because the post is not getting any bigger. It is still Mm. remaining the same exact size. And then you can click into it to see the photos. It is essentially a photo album. Mm, I mean, I guess that's cool because people want to post a bunch of photos to Instagram. Like you want to, I don't know, a trip and you just want to post like five photos. You have to kind of spread them out over the next two weeks. So you're going to be that one person that posts five in a row. Of all the same thing. Uh, yeah. Have you looked at my feed lately? Disney is dominating <laughs> that thing. <laughs> yeah, but if you go on a Disney trip, are you posting five pictures all within no, 10 minutes? Yeah, you're spreading them out. But right. then I'm also going to Disney a lot. So it's just yeah. a double-edged sword. Well, with this thing, now you can post all the ones that you wanted to post. You don't have to make those tough decisions and cut them out. I, oh, okay. Well, that's a positive of the feature, I guess. Because I wasn't really digging this. I saw it I already know. in my feed and I, I mean, thought... I mean, I'll probably scroll over it. That's like, what... it seems unlikely that I'll click in and... Like, um, Instagram is like my last line of defense of, of boredom. So, <laughs> if you think I'm going to put like more effort into it, probably not. Pinterest is mine. Yeah, well, see, there you if go. If I'm on Pinterest, I have already gone on 
Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook. Watched everyone's snap stories or something. I might have even checked my LinkedIn, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I might. And then I get pinned in late night and yeah. then I can't stop. Brian goes, your screen is so bright. Go to bed. And I'm like, hello, I'm planning our future dream wedding. Go back to sleep. Well, you don't have to have the brightness on 100%. Crazy I don't. I freaking person. turn it down. I think he has sensitive eyes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I just think that... Uh, that this is kind of a feature I didn't want yet again on Instagram, just like the Instagram stories. Don't want those mm-hmm. still. And I don't really want the photo albums either because that's what we have Facebook for. Well, maybe you don't know you want it until you get it. Kind of like the when Snapchat used to auto cycle through the next um, story. So you yeah. didn't have to go and manually click. I used to hate, hate it. that. Now yeah. that it's gone, I hate that I have to manually go and like click the next one. Oh, see, I like it. I, I wish it would just auto play through now. It's so... It drives me crazy that it's gone. It is so weird that people just have their own quirks and like different things because I I wish you could turn that on. I hated that autoplay feature and I'm glad that it's gone. Hmm. Well, let us know. You can tweet my brother at Michael Glazner. Can you turn that auto feature back on where it automatically plays all the snaps? I hated that because sometimes I'd be watching a freaking Kim Kardashian snap and then next thing you know, my friend Brittany is there. I'm like, what? Brittany's with Kim Kardashian? And then I'm yeah, looking and I go, I would, what? I'm so confused. It'd be very confusing all the time too. Yeah. Because it'd be like a classroom, a teacher teaching something. And, and then, then Vegas. Like raging. I was like, whoa, <laughs> when did you leave? <laughs> exactly. And that's why I don't like it. Yeah. Well. And I'm not sure that I'm going to like this one either. But let us know. You guys weigh in. I love getting your feedback. Because just like having my brother on the show, he was down for the auto play on the Snapchat. So are you down for the Instagram photo albums? Do you agree with Mike that this could be a cool thing? Tweet me. Tweet Melanie M. And at Michael Glazner. This fifth grader is so adorable. And I had to share this story. She contacted the police so that she could get help with her math homework. <laughs> okay but hold on hear me out she didn't tie up the 911 line because people were probably thinking okay that's ridiculous she knows better at 10 mm-hmm. than to call 911 to get help with her math homework well she decided to reach out to them on facebook instead she's 10 years old and she was doing the math she lives in ohio by the way and she decided that she had had it she could not figure out her math homework and apparently she didn't have the parents to help her because that would be your first route, right? Is to go to find your parents and ask for their help. Well, she obviously did not have them. So she decided to reach out to the Marion County Police Department via their Facebook page. And then she wrote them, I'm having trouble with my homework. Could you please help me? She said, eventually I got a reply. And then one of the police officers said, okay, with what? And it ended up being a Marion Police Department officer that checks the Facebook page And sure enough, he helped her out with her math homework. She was doing the basic order of operations and she couldn't figure out is addition first and then multiplication, subtraction. She Mm -hmm. couldn't figure it out. And so he broke it down for her and helped her solve the math math problem. But then she then gave the second problem (laughs) (laughs) to which I applaud her. I applaud her because she thought, well, dang, if I just write the police on Facebook, they'll do all my math homework. So after the second question, the police officer decided, no, okay, you know, I'm sorry. I can't really help you out much more than that. But they did share the whole incident on Facebook saying, we really wondered what first made this child think to call upon us for help with homework. We don't mind, and it's not unheard of, but still pretty rare. 
I believe the answer is simple. She was made to believe that we are good people who are worthy of her trust and who will be there for her in a pinch. That kind of thing does not happen by accident. Hard work goes into that, along with a sincere compassion and love for people. So overall, a great message. But I just love the fact that she wanted to see how many, and she wanted to see how many answers she could get. So she only got one. No, yeah, she only yeah. got one. They Sounds like whoever okay. was operating that police Facebook was pretty bored too. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, better check the Facebook. <laughs> Scrolling down, you see a little kid. Help him out. All right. The news actually asked too. Okay, well, why didn't you help with the second one? And they said that. It, it, that uh, I guess he got mixed up with the orders of operation too and thought, oh, I can't even really, (laughs) I can't really help you and I can't continue to give you the answers to your math homework without your parents knowing. (laughs) Uh, Moving on from that to something that is definitely going to go viral. Now, I was never a huge Seinfeld fan. Mm -hmm. Were you? No. I was a Friends fan. You were a Friends fan. Yeah, I, I like Seinfeld more now than I ever have before in my life like now when i watch it i kind of appreciate it it's funny but i did not like it growing up at all i did not either and Lindsay, one of my best friends she loves seinfeld mm-hmm. absolutely loves it so when i saw this i thought of her and the bajillions of other people that love seinfeld and i figured that i had to share it with you because i know it's going to go viral someone took the time to take clips of george costanza and you know that character mm-hmm. in seinfeld the short little bald guy yeah Okay, someone went and gave him the Obama treatment. You know where they take Obama's, uh, his voice from all of the speeches that he does, mm-hmm. and then they chop it up for a popular song. Oh, for the songs, yeah, yeah. I was gonna they, say like Tosh does that for his um, the warning at the beginning. Yeah, like do not recreate whatever, yeah. and it's in Obama's voice. Mm-hmm. Same kind of idea, except they did George Costanza singing the Chainsmokers. Take a listen. Which is fine before I met you. I drink too much, and that's no issue, but I'm okay. Hey, you tell your friends it was nice to meet them, but I hope I never to see them again. You get the point, God. but you know that people are going to be Kind of sums up that. his character, too, just it, screaming it, all the time. That's why it made me laugh, too, because he is. He's such a character, and he's so loud, and yeah. he's always screaming. And in all those clips, he's screaming, too. And if you have a, a friend that loves Seinfeld, like my friend Lindsay, you'll definitely want to share that with them and get ready to see it in your Facebook feeds as well. I just can't believe that people have that much time on their hands. I always think of that. How on earth does this happen? Like the presidential ones, I'm like, okay, maybe someone like transcribed them and then there's a big database of all their speeches they can just search and, and maybe find, find it. it that way. Right. Whoever has that job, that would suck also if that's a real thing. But <laughs> how the heck do you do this is. one? Like this dude must have been watching, I don't know. Tons just, and tons of Seinfeld? Yeah, like the entire season, series. Oh my God. You probably had to watch a whole DVD box set. To find enough clips to make that song. Don't you wonder too about? Thank God it repeats a lot because otherwise. Be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're, if you're making that video, you're like, when is the chorus coming up again? Yeah. This is taking forever. But it makes me think of those videos too. My boyfriend loves them. Um, 
the ones where the guy, the football players are on the sidelines and they're really saying one thing, but someone's dubbed. Uh, the bad lip readings. Yeah. They yeah. dubbed the voiceover on top of them. Yeah. And it, they're so ridiculous. And it's obviously not what they're saying, but it's hysterical. Yeah, what the they NFL come up bad with. lip reading ones. Those are, those ones are great. Do you think that takes a lot of time or do you think that people just read lips and then they just go ahead and that put in what be, they think? That would be fun to do. The chain smoker song of like waiting, watching a whole thing until George says, hey, like that would be <laughs> miserable. But putting the TV on mute and then just trying to read what he's saying and just writing down all the gibberish that you come up with, that would be fun. I think it would be fun too because I can, the thing is, is that I think I can read people's lips pretty well. When I see people on TV, whether it's at the Grammys or on the sidelines, mm-hmm. I'll even say to Bri, like, oh, did you see what he said? Like, he just dropped yeah. the F-bomb 12 times. Well, so you'd have to... It'd be hard to, to turn think, that off yeah. and think of what else they're... The most ridiculous things, <laughs> the, yeah. The absolutely most ridiculous Some of things. them are really, really good. Like, there was a... <gasps> I love a, that. There was, like, a 10-second clip on there of this guy talking about going on a date, and they piece it all together, and I can... Play the little clip of it real quick. So I don't understand but how. this is football players really on the sidelines and then someone's dubbed their voices over the yeah. football players' mouths to make it look like they're saying something else. And it's not even just like a one weird word thing like they do. They're like, orange peanut for me? Like it's not just that. It's a whole. <laughs> Wait, why like, was that the example? And why was that so accurate? Because that's what they made. That was Adrian Peterson. It was like the very last clip. And he's like, orange peanut for me? And they're just like, why? Can you tell how many Why times Michael has that? watched these? Yeah, a lot. So there's a bunch of them, but this is this is like my favorite one right here. Dean Stakes over here. I went out with a girl this weekend, and we just kept having a ball. Then I come over to hang out after the game, and it's just, the floor is just beanbags. So that's when I'm a jerk to her, because I'm all, can pick up all your floor bags. You ain't living in Southeast Asia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen that one. Wow, I don't understand how they can do it. Well, because they That's make- when I'm a jerk to her. <laughs> And I tell her to pick up all the floor bags. <laughs> She's not living in Southeast Asia, which kind of makes sense. I feel like in Southeast Asia, they have pillows on the floor. They're super talented, though, because they somehow make those videos all tie together and make sense. So if the guy is talking about going on a date with the girl mm-hmm. and her apartment, then throughout the rest of the video, the other people are talking about it, too. And it just all ties together and makes sense. I don't know. It's pretty awesome, though. <laughs> it is. Those videos are so good. You said they did other ones too. Yeah, they have songs and stuff. Um, what was the one? I didn't have to cut you off. You know that song I'm talking about? Yeah. Wake up, wake up, never happen. Okay, 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 we well, get it. So they redid that one and it's all bad lip readings. And most of them, they started doing songs. It wasn't because of the NFL. The NFL one is the one that blew them up. But it was just remaking songs. But the songs that they remake, they don't have the rights to the instrumental or something. So they remake the instrumental and it vaguely sounds like the original song and then they do lip reading off of the music video so the melody's not the same the song isn't the same and it's not very good are we still talking about that youtube channel or are we talking about the britney spears biopic on (laughs) lifetime because that honestly what you said right there could be my review of the britney spears movie that aired over the weekend britney ever after Mm -hmm. because they clearly lifetime could not clear the rights for britney spears songs and how the hell are you going to have a biopic about one of the world's biggest pop superstars? That's like a movie about Michael Jackson and the no Michael Jackson mu- music. Yeah. Well, that's maybe what they, they thought did. they could get that past you. Uh, uh, no, I definitely <laughs> noticed. And I also noticed that the two Britney Spears songs that they did have in there, A, were not Britney Spears vocals. No. 
And they were, were the, definitely not. And were two of the songs that Britney Spears remade. Yeah, they're like everybody remakes. It was I Love Rock and Roll, and then there was another one. Satisfaction. Yeah, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And there was some other person singing, trying was, to sound like Britney Spears on there. It was terrible. The yeah. singing was absolutely awful. It wasn't Pe- super great. People were not happy with the portrayal portrayal of Justin Timberlake either. Mm-hmm. Hashtag not my Justin was trending on Twitter on Saturday, which I thought was great. I think that the character who played Justin did really well. He nailed his mannerisms mm-hmm. and he also nailed his voice. The way yeah, the voice sounded both. just like him and his like little weird sayings that you'll hear him say because I mean, from like movies and him on Jimmy Fallon and stuff, I feel like that actor watched all the Jimmy Fallon interviews and then used exactly that version of Justin Timberlake, like the weird, like goofy sayings and stuff. A hundred percent. Because he said good. some really cheesetastic things. Yeah, he definitely did. Wait, now you say it's pretty good. Are you talking about Justin Timberlake in the movie or the guy who played Justin Timberlake? Are you talking about overall Britney no. Ever After was good? I'm talking about just Justin Timberlake's voice. And some of the things he said, like if you closed your eyes and someone said, who is this speaking? You'd probably be like, oh, that's Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he did. He did nail him. What about overall? Because this just in, Michael watched Britney Ever After. I did. DVR'd it. (laughs) That is a shock to me. Oh, I had to stay relevant. So I made some notes if you'd like me to um, go through them. Wait, why are you scrolling? Because I have a lot of questions. Okay. Observations and questions. Okay. Things that I've learned about Britney Spears I didn't know before. All right. So... Her parents' names are Jamie and Lynn. Yes. And then that's where they got the daughter's name, yes. Jamie Lynn? Yes. Okay. That's redneck. Wow, you are observant. It was well, very redneck. This we know. They're from Kenwood, Louisiana. Okay. And did you not know by Brittany walking into public restrooms barefoot and always eating Cheetos <laughs> that she's a little country? Yeah. So didn't realize that how country. Um, I just put LOL JT's character. <laughs> and then I put also sounds just like him. Um, so they also, they couldn't have, they didn't have the rights to basically anything they did in their career. So Mickey Mouse Club was MMC. Oh God, that's how they got around it. It's like, oh yeah, back in our MMC days, like that's what Justin's, and they always called him Justin. It wasn't Justin Timberlake. It was just Justin. Um, and then I forgot she got married in Vegas randomly. Yeah. To Jason Alexander. Which is some just dude from her hometown or what was the deal with that? He was, they dated back in high school. Okay, so, and then I had a thought, would it be fun to get married in Vegas and then get an annulment? <laughs> like, if you were just super rich and it. famous, yeah, like, if you were just super rich and, like, would you just do it? Like, there's really not any consequence to it. You just have an annulment. Right. Well, you have to keep in mind. It would kind of be really fun. I think that it would be really fun. However, you have to keep in mind the person that you do want to end up with if they're going to care. Yeah, that's, yeah. You do have to think about your future. Yeah, your you second. Know? If you, I mean, if you count it as a marriage, then it would be your second marriage going well, into it. But If it's whatever. annulled, it, do, it doesn't count, I don't think. Yeah, but I think, yeah. I but you know. definitely well, have to tell the person you're right, with. Exactly. I don't think Molly would be down. If I you got go, married in Vegas because it was funny. <laughs> exactly. I don't think. At that Taco Bell. I don't think that she would appreciate that very much. Did you notice, too, that they painted Britney Spears in a much more positive light than Justin Timberlake? Yeah, that's the lifetime. That's the lifetime mo. They every guy is a jerk. Every girl is a victim. That's how it goes. <laughs> every girl is the victim. Every girl's a victim on Lifetime Network. I did channel, not ever pick up on that before, but in the Britney Spears movie, her dad they made him a raging alcoholic, which I think that he. I mean, I don't. I didn't know that he was a major alcoholic. 
but they really played that part up in the biopic. Yeah. And then also Justin Timberlake, when he broke up with Britney Spears, they made it seem totally just like it was Justin Timberlake's fault and he was being a, a jerk. When in reality, Britney Spears cheated on him with Wade Robson. In the movie, when she cheated on him with Wade Robson, it seemed like Justin and her were on a break. They so also kind of okay. left that part out. They did. They just showed Wade Robson over there and kind of comforting yeah. her in and the hotel And they like look room. at each other and then it like cuts to the next scene and exactly whatever. But we all know what happens because fast forward to Crimea River, Justin Timberlake, yeah. we know she cheated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember what a big deal that was when Crimea River came out and there was that scene where he hits the picture frame mm-hmm. and then it freezes for just two seconds like and it looks like a girl yeah. who looks just like Britney Spears? Uh, speaking of people that looked alike in the movie, none of them looked like, no. well, from far away, <laughs> they're what I call 50-yard fakers from 50 yards away. You're like, oh, yeah, that's them. And then when they're up close, you're like, ooh, that doesn't look anything like them. But 50 that's... yards away with your eyes crossed, maybe. <laughs> But then I realized K-Fed was the only one in the movie that got an upgrade. Yeah, K-Fed. Like, Britney Spears was, not that the girl wasn't attractive, but she was less attractive than Britney Spears. Justin Timberlake was less attractive than Justin Timberlake. 100%. And K-Fed went from, like, scraggly backup dancer to, like, super jack <laughs> dude. And you're just like, well, wait a minute. How did he get the upgrade? K-Fed did get the upgrade. And I forgot about that whole era of K-Fed just using Britney Spears' star status yeah. to go play golf, and then she bought him all these cars. I remember it now, but that was a little refresher in the biopic. And then it reminded me of Popo Zhao, which I brought oh. it down. Po, 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 Zhao. Yeah, which apparently in Portuguese means bring your ass. That's what he says <laughs> in the song. In Portuguese, it means bring your ass. <laughs> I actually liked Popo Zhao. Is you that know, bad? Yes, that's very bad. Don't admit that. <laughs> well, I do. I, that song was horrific. I'd probably still get down to it. I should find it on iTunes. Um, they really made an iTunes. Oy, I don't know. Uh, they made her out to be stuck on Justin Timberlake. And um, then I've never had a dance battle with someone when I was mad at them. <laughs> okay. And is that a good strategy? Because they did that in the movie. They were mad at each other. They saw each other in the club. And then they just busted out into a dance battle. That part was the most laughable <laughs> part in the entire film as you're watching it you're thinking okay what's gonna happen is she about to bitch slap this girl because justin showed up at the club with someone else mm-hmm. oh no she's gonna dance battle him and yeah. then he's gonna battle her back it was such a joke and it was embarrassing yeah so that part should be worth watching which makes one did it happen in real life that's what i wondering too did this actually happen and if so god i would pay anything to be a fly on the wall for that moment like oh my god britney and jt had a freaking dance off last (laughs) night because they were mad at each other he showed up with this other chick and she was all like oh hell no watch me move Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and the moves were so her moves were so bad yeah they don't do britney justice uh because Britney Spears is a really good dancer, mm-hmm. regardless of what people think of her as a performer. Right. She is a really good dancer, and that girl's moves were not oh, up to par. Man. Yeah, so I don't know that doing a dance battle is going to work when you're in a fight. If Brian start, although yeah, I'm try it. I was going to say if Brian started to dance battle me and we were arguing, I'm pretty sure I'd stop arguing. <laughs> because I'd be laughing. I'd go, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, you'd start Snapchatting them. Exactly. I don't know that I dance battle back though. <laughs> You guys can give us your thoughts, Mike. That was a great review yeah, of Britney welcome. Ever mm-hmm. After. Let us know what you thought of the movie. I got a lot of tweets that said, oh my God, Melanie, I can't get through this. I had to stop watching after 15 minutes. 
that was kind of the overall trend. They were saying they're not doing Britney justice. I can't I can't watch this. Mm-hmm. I, of course, though, had to stick out through the whole thing. Let us know what you think. You can tweet me. Tweet Melanie M on Twitter and Michael. At Michael Glazner. There you go. If you plan on doing some shopping after payday on Friday, you don't even have to leave your house. Yay. All thanks to Amazon.com. Just head over to MelanieMinot.com. Scroll on down. There's an Amazon logo. You can click on it. And by doing your shopping through there, you are helping support this podcast. So happy shopping. Woohoo. Oh, celebrity news is coming up. But Michael. Yes. We have to talk about the news that I broke to you on the podcast yesterday, the first time mm-hmm. we recorded this episode. Because yep. if you follow me on social media, you know that we recorded the episode and then we did not know for a good 45 minutes while we thought we were recording that the podcast had stopped recording because my computer had ran out of memory. Yep. Which was devastating. Not great. Doing a podcast, that is honestly your biggest fear is that, holy crap, did that not record? Yeah. And we've kind of had that fake out moment before where we didn't see it on the screen and we yeah. thought, oh, did it not record? But then it was there. Yeah. And I thought we were going to find it last night. 45 minutes worth. Yeah, I thought we were going to find it too. And we didn't. it didn't. I could have nope. cried. <laughs> I, was, I was really, really upset about it. But I thought, you know what? It's okay. Tomorrow's another day. I'll just explain to all the listeners because I know people were expecting it yesterday that that uh, it'll be up today instead. Everyone was cool with it. They were just like, no, yeah. no please re-record it. Don't leave it at a half hour. So here we are re-recording it. And yesterday I surprised Michael with news on the podcast that I had gotten a phone call from Beverly Hills this week. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, hmm, have I applied for a job out in Beverly Hills? Who could be calling me from out <laughs> yeah. there? Or is it a creditor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, should I answer That's the this? number one concern. <laughs> Don't, not, no, number's not saved on my phone. It's probably a creditor. Exactly. So What I thought, did I miss today? I'm like, hmm, did I pay that Capital One payment <laughs> on time? I'm just going to send this one to voicemail. <laughs> but then I checked it, and to my surprise, it was not a creditor. Instead, it was a casting agent. The opposite of a creditor. Even. Yeah, exactly. Someone who wants to give me money. Yeah. <laughs> 100% the opposite. It was a casting agent and he said, hey, Melanie, I got your information from when you did the show Let's Ask America. Mm-hmm. For people who are new to this podcast and new to me, Melanie, <laughs> um, a couple years ago, three, four years ago, I was on a game show called Let's Ask America. The show is no longer on, but I ended up making it all the way and winning $5,000. Which is pretty awesome. It was really, really awesome. I went in with zero expectations to go home with any sort of funds in my account. But the fact that I left winning it and making $5,000 was amazing. And it was proof, by the way, that just everything happens for a reason. Because at the time, I was getting ready to leave the morning show that I was on. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, crap, I don't think that they're going to give me severance because I really just want to end this contract. It's it's ridiculous. I want to get out of this. And I thought, how am I going to afford my life until I find a new job? And then, boom, won $5,000 on a game show. Mm -hmm. Well, fast forward to present day. This guy goes, yeah, I have your package from Let's Ask America. And I'm scouting people to audition for this new game show. I don't know how much information I can give you Mm -hmm. besides the fact that it's an A-list movie star that hosts it. It's going to be on a major network major tv network in a primetime slot and we talked about it yesterday when it 
sadly didn't record that it's not the rock unfortunately i know michael was really really excited yeah. about he wasn't even thinking about the money he was like <laughs> wait am i gonna get to meet the rock <laughs> i don't know why the rock would host a game show but he'd probably be really good at it because the rock can be good at anything and exactly. why wouldn't he host a game mm-hmm. show right. honestly well, i had fingers crossed for the rock but it's not him it is not the rock <sighs> but right. it is somebody that would be really cool to meet yeah And the guy explained the game show to me and then said, I would like you to do a screen test via Skype, Mm -hmm. maybe this week or early sometime next week. But then he filled me in that I needed to have a partner to be, you know, on my team. It was, I think, four teams of two. And then you play against each other. And it's kind of sudden death at the beginning. Yeah. Like if you don't buzz in, Mm -hmm. you're not getting passed. Uh Oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) Fire challenge. And you have to like music. That's another hint that I could give. But she goes, obviously, we know since you've worked in radio for so long that you love music. We think you'd be a great fit. But you know who you'd have be your partner. And on the podcast that did not record yesterday, I surprised Michael and asked him if he would join me in auditioning for this game show. Which obviously, heck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And now we've been daydreaming for an entire day about if we win a ton of money on Mm -hmm. a game show. Yep. Buying that pirate ship me and Brian have been talking about for a long time. Oh my gosh. The <laughs> fact that that's even a thing that you guys talk about is ridiculous. Every time they have one too many fireball shots, they go on these tangents about how they want to buy a pirate ship. Yeah. Not a boat, but a, a, a pirate ship. Yes, it's a pirate ship. <laughs> and they like take people out on, I don't know, sunset cruises or something in where we live. And it's just a giant pirate ship and they fire off like fake cannons. So we want to buy that ship and then just have a private Chip. I don't know that that's helping our case for people wanting us to get on this game show. <laughs> I'm all like, hmm, I could pay my bills, my student loans. And my brother, meanwhile, is I want to buy a pirate ship. Well, the pirate ship is more of a lottery. I'd have to win the Powerball. Oh, okay. Game show money is. That <laughs> moment when you realize you have vastly different goals in life than your brother. <laughs> Nonetheless, Fine, you're though. You're not invited on the pirate ship. Okay. Well, I want to come on. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to come on. Can we have a a podcast party on the pirate ship when you get it? Okay. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. But we uh, agreed that you're going to come on and audition. You know, there's no guarantees. Yeah. So I would absolutely love to say that, yes, we're going to be on this game show, but you guys will be the first to know. I will tell you if we make it through the audition and we don't suck ass. Yeah. I got to answer some questions correctly. They want to give us a chance. Yeah. But how exciting to just think about it. It would be really awesome. Just even do the the fake interview part, like the whatever it's called, the, the prelims. Test, yeah, that yeah. Would, that's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward it to is. it. It is. The screen test is fun. It yeah. is. And they, you actually, I feel like, have more fun doing that because it's these casting directors and they'll mess with you and yeah. they, they want to see your personality. So Less pressure. The lights aren't on. It is. It is a lot less pressure. I will keep you guys posted, though, but wish us luck on our brother, sister. Oh, my God. Look at us. We're like... Donnie and Marie. <laughs> Just exactly like that. <laughs> Just broker. And uh-huh. they probably have a pirate ship. Yeah, they probably do. <laughs> they probably do. But wish us luck. I cannot wait to come back on the podcast with a positive update. Mm-hmm. Put good vibes out there that we will get it. And then we'll be off to California and win it a bunch of money on the game show. Yeah. It is time for some celebrity news. Giving you guys a DVR reminder, celebs will be invading the red carpet at the Oscars this Sunday at 7 p.m. That is when the red carpet starts. The show starts at 8.30, and Jimmy Kimmel is the host, and he's going to do an entire opening monologue. I do know that. You know, because sometimes they come out and mm-hmm. will do a song or something, but they're saying he's going to do an entire little stand-up monologue. That's good. That'd I'm excited funny. about that. Yeah, he's awesome. I did hear, though, unfortunately, that he's retiring. Did you hear that rumor, too? Yeah, he was... 
considering it because he said he does 70 plus hour work weeks and now he's got kids and he's like i just i'm burned out i can't do this anymore i gotta no i don't want him to retire i love yeah. his show mm-hmm. but he will be hosting the oscars on sunday they're saying that la la land is going to be the big winner of the night mm-hmm. not a huge surprise because nope. they've just been racking up the awards at yeah. all of the shows the outlook for the best actor is still kind of questionable ryan, ryan gosling and who oh and uh, casey affleck from manchester under the sea or yeah. by the sea what is it manchester by the sea yeah i haven't seen that one yet they're saying those are the two front runners but mm-hmm. it's such a close call that we don't know emma stone and viola davis they're both rumored to be bringing home the gold as well manchester by the sea moonlight and fences are three other movies that are said to win some awards too and speaking of the rock he is also in when that did group. we talk about the rock when i said he wasn't gonna be the game okay, show okay five minutes ago right okay, yeah so well because i watched um moana the movie the animated movie and that's up for best animated feature and the rock is in it i cannot believe i have not seen moana yet yeah, is it on uh, on demand ne- um no red box you can rent a dvd rentals whatever like red box or streaming um, but then i have to get, get a it. dvd player <laughs> i don't even have Ew. a dvd player Wait, you don't have a dvd player no or blu-ray no, I threw it out with my VHS tapes. And Mom got me one two Christmases ago. It was 30 bucks. I think I gave... Oh, I know what I did. I gave all my DVDs and DVD player to Jessica, our sister up in New York. Dang. Well, maybe you can... I'm sure you can... It's got to be on On Demand then. If it's in Redbox, it's going to be on On Demand. Okay. Thing. I want to see that anyway, movie. Yeah, check it out. It looks really, really cute. In other celebrity news, Kylie Jenner is expanding her makeup empire yet again she already has lip kits and Kai shadow and Kai liner, and now she's getting ready to release Kai lighter. Mm. Do you know what that is? Um, it's a highlighter for your face. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. But not just any highlighter. It's a Kai lighter. Yeah. Which means that it is going to be in such demand that you know it's going to sell out mm. immediately when even this if thing it's crap. goes on sale, even if it's Kai crap. Yes. Okay. <laughs> February 28th at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when it's going on sale at KylieCosmetics.com. You already know that it's just going to be insanity. Set your to alarms on your work computer and your Outlook. There you go. Get on there and buy it. Can you imagine that? You're walking by someone's cubicle. They're just refreshing the page over and over again. And you're like, uh, don't you have some TPS reports to be doing? <laughs> TPS reports. <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying to get that new, new highlighter. Yeah, exactly. Hello. My old cube neighbor did that for Adele. She blocked off an hour in her calendar so no one could schedule meetings. So she could refresh <laughs> and wait for the Adele tickets to come on. And she got them. <laughs> I don't know if my boss would mind if I had a an Outlook actual thing blocked off on my calendar. That said Adele? Yeah, Adele that just tickets. said, oh, that just said don't bother me for an hour because I'm doing, I'm trying to get Adele tickets. Yeah. I well. don't know that that would go over well. The Cash Me Outside girl is getting a lot of attention today. Not that she's a celebrity, but I didn't know where else to put this in the show. Mm-hmm. So here it is. The Cash Me Outside girl is now trending today because... She has a bodyguard. This is nuts. Guardian Security is now supplying her with a bodyguard. She has to pay for it, too. Well, does she have money now? Uh, th- news to me. Huh. I didn't know she had money. I didn't either. Gosh. But she has a bodyguard nonetheless, and the bodyguard has 500 other clients, or the security company does. They have Chris Brown, Future, Nicki Minaj, Sierra, to name a few, and now they have to go around with her because I guess so many people want to try to fight her. Yeah, they're trying to catch her outside. <laughs> exactly. 
My favorite part of that whole clip, by the way, is the fact that her mom is kind of translating yeah, what's she going to on. Everything. What she means is that she would like these hoes to catch her outside. It's because just, she's going to beat them up. Because she's going to beat them up. It's, it's such a Dr. Joke. Phil just, I don't know if he's acting like, it, like he doesn't know what she's talking about or if he actually truly does. I mean, like, well, now what does that mean when you say catch me outside? <laughs> I don't honestly think he knows. <laughs> he probably doesn't. I don't think he, he does. If anyone's out of touch, it's Dr. Phil. <laughs> but jokes on everybody else because he's mm-hmm. getting a lot of viewers off the Catch Me Outside girl. And now she has enough money to freaking get a security guard. There you go. I'm balling. Uh, unbelievable. I just want to start an ATM company where I just have ATMs outside and says, Catch Me Outside. That'll be my, <laughs> okay, that'll that's be my your company slogan. name. Yeah. Cash checks now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cash Me Outside. Get your tax returns there and everything. Mm-hmm. Nice. Rihanna now has more top 10 Billboard singles than the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson. This is unfreaking believable because Mike and I were talking about it and we can't even think 29 Rihanna songs. Yeah, that's a lot. Because that's how many they were tied with for the, this uh, record. Michael Jackson and Rihanna both had 29 top one Billboard Hot 100 singles crazy crazy now her 30th is love on the brain and she leads the pack with having the most number one singles on the hot 100 i always forget how long she's been around because we talked about it yesterday that we're trying to think of her first song that i remember her blowing up on and then you said the umbrella song no ponda replay was i think her Uh, first song yeah see i don't remember ponda replay but i remember the umbrella one and that was like 2004 or 2005. Yeah, she's been around a hot second. Yeah, that's a really long time. So, I mean, it makes sense, but dang, she's got like, how many does she have now? What was it, 29? 29, yeah. So she's got like at minimum two a year almost, like pushing two a year, top 10 songs. Like that's, or is that even, wait, way more than that. Jeez, I don't know. That's It's too much math, yeah. <laughs> too much math for me. So I guess she just beat Michael Jackson out, but there are still two people ahead of her. But not by much. Madonna has 38 and the Beatles have 34. Yeah, she's been around for like 13 years and she's got like 30 top 10. So it's almost three a year. That's or a little less than whatever. But that's a lot. That is a ton. And that's to crazy. think that Madonna and the Beatles have been around for decades. Yeah. And she's only four and eight behind them. That's insane. Congratulations going yeah, no out kidding. to Rihanna. Speaking of Rihanna, there is a parrot that you might have heard or seen the video on YouTube of that likes to sing Rihanna songs. This was popular last March. Well, fast forward to now, somebody on Reddit with, once again, just too much time (laughs) on their hands, decided, you know what? This parrot singing Rihanna just didn't get enough attention. It didn't go viral enough. So they decided to dub it, mash it up perfectly with the monster song, the instrumental with Eminem. Take a listen. At the beginning, you hear Eminem singing, and then you hear... A bird, a parrot. But I'm actually weirder than you think. Oh my god! How many times do you think the owner played that song? In order for that bird to freaking learn it. I'm telling you, they left the house and left it on repeat and just came back. They had to of. It was too good not to share. But if you're thinking, wait, I feel like I've heard this before. You haven't heard it with the music under it and with Eminem. It is so good. You can find it on reddit.com or on YouTube. 
And it is Eminem, Rihanna, Bird, the monster. If you want to go watch it for yourself, because if you just hear it, you might think there's no way that's a bird. But I assure you that it is. To me, it kind of sounds like Lady Gaga. So (laughs) play it. No way. It does not. I think it sounds like if Lady Gaga was singing in a crowd, like in the middle of a bar, that's kind of what. <laughs> okay, that's bad because I love Lady Gaga. No, she has a, she has a terrific that. voice, but if you were to sing Monster in the style of Lady Gaga, that's what it would kind of come out as. I think you might be on something <laughs> with that. A big congratulations going out to Nick Cannon. He is officially a father of three. He just welcomed his third child, a baby boy named Golden Sagon Cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll just leave that there for a second. Golden Sagon. Is that not a ridiculous name? Yeah, it is. It sounds like an award show, the Golden Sagons. (laughs) And he's already won one of them, apparently. Do the promo video for the Golden Sagon. Yeah. What? Coming up next on the Golden Sagons. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cannon. <laughs> you could be a voiceover person for real. I do agree, though. Golden Sagon definitely sounds like an award show. You got to think, though, he's got Mo and Moroccan and Monroe, too, which they oh, yeah. call Rock and Row, the twins that he had with Mariah. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't come as a, a shocker that he went with Golden Sagon. I mean, oof. The only thing when is, wouldn't that be a shocker? That's still a shocker. No matter what your previous child's names are, Golden Sagon is still pretty shocking. I was, I would think that Golden would be more of a girl's name too. There's an NFL player with a name Golden, Golden Tate. Really? Is yeah. that and that's a boy, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Huh. I had never heard that. So Sagon's middle name, or is it like a hyphenated first name, Golden Sagon? Nope. Golden middle name Sagon. What the heck is a Sagon anyway? Last name Cannon, first name <laughs> Golden. <laughs> God. Middle name Sagon. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. But yeah. congrats going out to him. It is now time for my follow of the day. And this is going to Obvious Plant on Facebook. Obvious Plant, the name isn't so obvious either because you're thinking, okay, Obvious Plant, this has to do with plants, greenery outside. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. Instead, it's this lovable prankster that goes around and does adorable pranks all over the place. So plants, pranks in Mm -hmm. obvious places, hence obvious plant. And then he waits for them to go viral by other people. And Mm -hmm. then he'll take credit for them on Facebook and share, hey, I was behind that prank. The most recent one is just so adorable. I had to share it with you because the prankster helped get cats adopted out in Los Angeles. This is so good. At the Santa Dior Animal Shelter in L.A., He decided to go in there and you know on the cages if you go to a a rescue shelter Mm -hmm. they have information about the cat or dog yeah usually has a picture loves to play with a ball exactly really enjoys bouncy things yeah well this prankster obvious plant on facebook if you want to follow decided you know what this is not working this isn't getting him adopted i'm gonna play a funny little prank he decided to swap out all the tags for the adoptable cats mm-hmm. and give them funny descriptions. Take Troy, for example. Likes, lots of cuddles. Dislikes, the word colonel. Why the frick is it spelled that way? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> OB, likes being playful and affectionate. Dislikes, improv comedy. Get a job, you lazy hipster. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There are so many good ones. And it took a while for the people to realize at the shelter that all of these name tags and descriptions had been replaced. But since people started sharing it on social media, more people were coming in, more people were adopting cats. 
And it ended up being this great thing. So the shelter ended up leaving the descriptions on all the cats. And now it's gone viral on Facebook. And now, yeah, when you look at the cat now, you can probably only think that they have that personality that's listed on there. It's like, oh, he hates kernels. Me too. hundred percent. How about Zeta? Likes belly rubs, dislikes haunted graveyards. Sorry, but Zeta hates ghosts. So if you live in a haunted graveyard, please choose a different cat. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they are so comical. Love this person. If you want to see the obvious plants that he leaves in other places, then go ahead and follow him on Facebook at obvious plant in other cat news this is a breaking story and just too unbelievable but just also shows you how small the world truly is yeah because a dating app tinder has now reunited two cat brother and sisters okay Mm -hmm. what i'm thinking how how the heck did (laughs) tinder reunite two cat siblings right well it happened because Brian Herrera and Kathleen Cavan, they started exchanging messages on the dating app mm-hmm. and they decided to go on a date. They hit it off. Eventually, after a couple dates, I'm assuming, I don't know, Kathleen, I don't know your business. <laughs> May have been in the first date, but Kathleen went over to Brian's yeah, house. We'll say three. Yeah, we'll, see. we'll go with the three date rule. <laughs> Not one. Kathleen went over to Brian's house and she goes, oh my gosh, what is my cat doing here? And then he thought, "Uh uh-oh, I met a Tinder crazy. Yeah. And this chick is legitimately trying to take my cat. She goes, no, I'm serious. Why do you have my cat? This isn't cool. She was freaking out with the fact that her cat was inside his house. I couldn't see. I mean, it wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If you go in there, you're like, okay, this dude is stalking the crap out of me. Yeah. And He he stole my freaking cat. It, You're a psychopath. That does sound believable. Yeah. Crazier things have happened on if Tinder. You, yeah. If you met someone on Tinder and you found out they stole your cat, you'd, you wouldn't be like, oh my God. You, I mean, you would be, but at the same time, you'd be like, yeah, I could kind of see that happening. You wouldn't go, oh, that cat just looks like mine. You'd go, holy crap, this guy is stalking me. Yeah. I'm with you. So I get her thought process as, as to why she thought that. But it turns out after he showed her photos of the cat and all this other stuff, imagine what's going through her head. Like, wow, he really went in on his yeah. research. Why did you print out photos and <laughs> hang them around your house and make it your desktop screensaver? You psycho. He said, I swear to you, this is my cat. Well, she decided to give him a chance because they did hit it off and she went home. Her cat was there and then they ended up doing a little bit more research and they found out that the cats were actually siblings and that's why they look identical. Which is great. Which is better than finding out that they're siblings. (laughs) (laughs) That's always the upside when you find out the cats are siblings and not not you. Yeah. Yeah. They're still together too and now they posted a photo of their adorable cats that look absolutely identical and they posted it on facebook and and that backstory what a great love story i thought you were a psycho stalker turns out our cats are just siblings there you go time for the heart happy story of the day it is a story of a lonely widower who advertised for a companion to go fishing with him after his wife and other fishing companion she would go fishing with him Mm -hmm. had passed away it just so happens that this man mike you're gonna like this happens to be Australia. Down under. Yeah. That was loud. And it just so happens, Mike, you're going to like this. The guy happens to be Australian. He's from down under. (laughs) He is. The man started an online campaign to find himself a new friend, and he wrote this tear-jerking story on Gumtree.com, which is the equivalent of Craigslist here in the United States. Mm -hmm. In Australia, it's Gumtree.com. 
Ray Johnstone, a 75-year-old widower from South Australia, posted, I am willing to share all costs, patrol, bait. Should you happen to own a boat, I'm willing to pay all ramp fees, but I'm also happy if you're a land-based fisherman. He said uh, that he himself is a land-based fisherman, and he has all the gear for all types of fish that is required for land-based fishing. This guy is no joke. He's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of stuff and he wants to share it with someone if they just want to go fishing with him. He ended off the ad by suggesting that anyone interested could contact him to arrange a meeting to see if they would get along first before they, <laughs> gotta, before they go on their fishing you gotta trip. Inter, you got to interview your fishing mate. People thought that the story was absolutely adorable and they started sharing it in Australia and using the hashtag all fish with Ray. People were tweeting, I don't even like to fish. Hashtag all fish with Ray. I don't want to fish at all, but this story makes me want to go fishing. Hashtag all fish with Ray. Then this guy, Joe Forza, who's 32 years old, he runs All Things Fishing Sydney Facebook page. So the All Things Fishing Sydney Mm -hmm. Facebook page. And he decided that he wanted to start a GoFundMe for Ray to try to raise enough money for Ray to fly from South Australia to meet him in Sydney and then go fishing. That sounds and this awesome. guy is not a land fisherman. He's a full-blown fisherman. He's yeah. got a giant charter boat and he knows celebrity fishermen and all of that stuff. They ended up meeting the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it took probably two days. Yeah. Everyone, need a couple hundred bucks to fly him there. Yeah, but sure. he's so lovable. This 75-year-old widower who wouldn't want to help him out. <laughs> They reached the goal, and then sure enough, they flew Ray Johnstone to go fishing with Joe Forza, the 32-year-old, and his fishing buddies, and now they're best mates. There you go. They are BFF. This is the cutest part, too, is that Ray calls uh, Joe three times a day. Joe says, yeah, I thought <laughs> that he was changing my life. Uh, Ray says that I've changed his life now, and we talk on the phone three times a day. Now they're best mates. Give him a little ring, <laughs> see what he's up to. They are. As I had said, this story went viral in Australia, but now it is making its way on the interweb here in the U.S. because uh, Ray returned to meet up with Joe just this last weekend to mm-hmm. go on another fishing trip with a super famous fisherman. And okay. so now Ray's life has just been made. There you go. Now Ray is now Ray's just living the dream. He is, man. So if you're looking for friends, go on Craigslist, <laughs> I guess. I don't, a bad suggestion. But. Yeah, I have a feeling if I did that, it would be more of the crazy cat story and yeah. less of me getting to go hang out with celebrity fishermen. Yeah, you know? probably. Don't forget that uh, if you are doing some shopping, maybe for your best mate, is it your best friend's birthday? You got to get her something. Head over to MelanieMinot.com, scroll on down to the Amazon logo, click there, and do your shopping through that link. Maybe you got to get some fishing gear for your land fishing. For, well, <laughs> for the land fishing, I like it's land-based fisherman. Land-based, yeah. yeah, if you're a land-based fisherman, like good old Ray, and you mm-hmm. need some gear, then go ahead. You got to get a tackle box. I don't have a seaworthy vessel. <laughs> well, I have some nice boots so I could stand on the ledge. Just do it through that affiliate link and it'll help support the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and bearing with us as we re-recorded the last mm-hmm. half of this podcast. Mike, how can people follow you? At Michael Glazner. On everything. On everything. And on Snapchat and Instagram, I am Melanie Minot and YouTube. Oh, and I just posted a new vlog today. So go check it out. It was Girls Day shopping trip with one of my BFFs, Brittany. So you can have fun watching that. And on Twitter, tweet Melanie M. Thanks for listening. Bye. She got the word on the street, be caterers on the beat. Gossip so juice, I'm on the edge of my
feet from the worldwide news. Anything you wanna know? Now tuned in to the Melanie Mano Show. Sorry, gotta go, go. Sorry, gotta go, go. Say bye bye. It's the Melanie Mano Show. Follow her on Instagram at Melanie Mano. Hit her with a lead. And none for Gretchen Wieners.